1: recorded live. Do it three Once again, in the name of our precious Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I am Apostle Robert Bryan, pastor of the Christians of the Church worldwide in Kent State, North Carolina, USA. I'd like to welcome you all once again to another edition of Teaching the Word, which sounds out is brought to the ears of thousands of God's people.
2: I Revelation that that is the most important question that you will ever answer. Honest. For God, they obeyed God. They obeyed God's instruction to place their faith. See, see, you gotta love God to 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 obey God like He wants you to. Now God can get obedience out of you. Hell is hell is a place watch this now. Hell is a place of obedience to God. You gotta hear that with spiritual ears, or some of you gonna miss it. What goes on with hell is God throw people into hell that didn't that didn't love him, that didn't want to obey him, that didn't want to do the things that were pleasing. Well they go. They go in obedience. I mean they may be trying to fight against, they may be trying to kick against, but but this is a time see, hell is a time when your choice is taken out of the matter. Now you got to obey God. And now God is saying, Into the lake of fire and burning sulphur, prepare for the devil and his angels. Hell is a place hell is a place of obedience. Focus obeying God in in going there. You say, Apostle, what you what you driving now. It's much better to obey God when God is not having to force obedience out of you. Bible talks about how every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. That don't mean that that everybody that got a knee is going to heaven. That just means that everybody is going to acknowledge God said, Look, Robert, everybody is going to acknowledge that eternal truth. Whether they like it or not. Well, see the beauty in in what we have done, children of God, and accepting Jesus Christ, as not only our Lord. See the Bible says every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. We've gone a step further. Not only is Jesus Christ our Lord, Jesus Christ is our Savior. Jesus Christ is everybody's Lord, but he's not everybody's Savior. So that's why every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. People going to acknowledge and give it up that Jesus Christ is Lord. He, he might not be their Savior because everybody's not going to be saved, but he's Lord, and he can be your Savior if you choose, if you make that choice, if you make that decision this evening to accept Jesus Christ in your life as not only lord he's already lord he's already lord of all all creation but is he lord in your life is he savior in your life go <clears throat> move on down to something lord placed in my spirit uh, a few days ago simply as you listen more to God he will talk more to you as you listen some of you wonder, wonder why God ain't talking to me. Are you listening to God? Are you listening to what He has already said, or are you still kicking against that? You wonder why He don't want to talk more to you, or why He ain't saying more to you. You kicking against everything you say. Do you like talking to people that's kicking against everything you say? Do you do you like it? Let let you know. I remember, and the Lord is flashing in my spirit now. Part of the strategy of OJ OJ Simpson's dream team of lawyers. I remember watching, you know, that O.J. Simpson piece they had out some, some few months ago. And one of the one of the strategies was that they were going to challenge everything that Marsha Clark and them said. If they say the sky, the sky is blue, challenge it. If they say that water is wet, challenge it. And they and they did that. That was part of their part of their strategy to challenge it, to kick against everything. That, just to create. I mean, if the simplest of things, they would come against it. Now you know that's irritating. That's very, very irritating, you know. Same way we don't like it, God doesn't like it. You know, I can see it being, you know, a, a level of irritation to us because we are imperfect beings. We can make mistakes. We can lie. We can do all kinds of things. But can you imagine how irritating it is to God who cannot even lie? God could. God can't even be wrong we be wrong every day. We make mistakes every day. God can't even be wrong. And so for men and women not to believe him, not to trust him, not to accept, it's, it's very, 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 very irritating. Very, very irritating. So we want to listen more to God. And as we do, God will talk more to us. God said, Robert, look, I know those who really want to hear me and those who don't. God said, I'm not crazy. Most of us can discern when people want to hear us and when they don't. And you know, I'm 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 to a place now the beauty of beauty of maturity and returning and things to God, it, it it don't even matter that much. Whether people want to hear you or or people don't. It really don't. You know, you, you you would wish that they would, especially if you know you're telling them the truth. You know, I know that had to be the burden of many of the prophets, Old Testament prophets. They knew they were hearing from God. They knew they were telling people stuff God was saying. They knew they were telling people what God was going to do. Folks didn't want to believe it. Folk didn't want to hear it. Folk won't go on for it. Jesus went back to Nazareth, tried to tell people, this is what God said. This is what God wants. Folks didn't want to hear it. Folk won't go on for it. That's part of the burden of being a prophet, being a speaker. God. But the beautiful thing is that that burden, the Bible talks about how God will will lift our burdens, how he's a burden bearer. As you get closer to God and mature more than things of God, God be lifting that burden. Be like, man, if they listen or they fail to listen, that's up to them. That's up to them. You want to make sure that you listen more to God. We're going to look at uh capital A in our outline. To speak for God, you must listen to God. To speak for God, you must listen to God. That's why some of you can't speak for God, because you ain't listening to him. You ain't listening to him. If you want to speak for God, the only way you can speak for God is you must listen to God. We're going to look at the book of Exodus, chapter 7, and a very special focus on verse 16. Exodus, chapter 7, verse From the New International Version our scripture reads God said to Moses Then say to him O Pharaoh The Lord the God of the Hebrews has sent me to say to you Let my people go so that they may worship me in the desert But until now You have not listened. Once again, then say to Pharaoh, the Lord, the God of the Hebrews, has sent me to say to you, let my people go, so that they may worship me in the desert. But until now, you have not listened. Capital A in our outline. To speak for God, you must must listen to God. You must. Let us pray. Father, in Jesus' name, we gather tonight. Told us in your word that where two or three are gathered together in your name, that you are in the midst, Father. speak
0: to Pharaoh, very familiar story
2: in the Bible, Moses, the servant of God, the spokesman for God, the leader of God's people, sent back to a place that he was very familiar with. Back to Egypt. Remember, Moses spent 40 good years in Egypt. He understood. One of the saints is saying, the lay of the land. He understood the minds of the people, the hearts. Of, he, he understood. He had to come back. He didn't really want to come back. Now, Now, I'm going to have to say, some things to y'all. Some of y'all might not like it. You know, I, I, you know, I spend a lot of time around the world proclaiming the gospel, especially sub-Saharan Africa, where God has blessed the ministry. People are very, very receptive to what God has placed within me. I thank God. I thank God for that. And it's,
1: to be honest with you, you know,
2: if, if, uh. I maybe say, if the infrastructure was a little different, or, or or even if God said so, I don't even know if I would ever come back here. I don't know. I would just move. Everybody would want to move, come down. We will handle the ministry from 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 down there, you know. And it's some of the same reasons why Moses didn't want to go back to what Egypt. Moses knew Moses knew how folk was in Egypt. Just like I know how you all is here in the United States. Moses knew. And Moses was like, Lord, I ain't trying to, I ain't really trying to go back into that kind of, that kind of environment. Especially not talking this that you asking me to talk. Moses was like, Look, Lord, I know they ain't trying to hear this. Just like I know a whole lot of y'all ain't trying. You got too many, too much other stuff. The do too much other influences and and too much stuff. Moses was like, man, mm-hmm. but God said go back. So Moses had servants of God. What are we talking about here? What we say is you listen more to God, He'll talk more to you. See, see, there were some things that that Moses won't go hear unless he followed that instruction. You say, Apostle, what's that got to do with me? Now you know I already told us that if, you, if things were a little different, you wouldn't be back. That's right, my brothers and my sisters. I, I have no need to be lying about that. But there were some things that Moses, there was some next-level hearing that Moses had to receive from God, and that had to come with him following the instruction to go back.
0: Moses had a pretty good life out there in Midian.
2: Out there in the wilderness. Pretty good life. But in order to obtain and grasp his God ordained destiny, see, 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 God, God, and I'm just having to deal with the Lord a little bit now. This is kind of like me and the Lord, and y'all just happen to be listening in. God said, Robert, always keep in mind that I'm a God of balance. And as long as the earth remains, there will be seed time and harvest. There will be night. There will be day. There will be winter. There will be summer. Okay, all right. Now the Lord is clearing some things up. He's clearing some things up for me. God said, because I'm a God of balance, I, I, I'm not going to let you have too much honor. Because, see, that will go to your head. I got to have you some humility to balance you out. And, in fact, Robert, you know that I like humility. What? coming before honor. Okay, all right. All right, I'm getting this thing. I'm kind of getting this thing. Because my time here in this country is a time of humility. Look at our little congregation here. <laughs> this little, it would praise God for you. Don't get me wrong. But a lot of times in different countries and everything, when I get there, there's it's, it, people is always standing room only. Hey, it's the God said, I'm balancing you out, Robert. I'm balancing Okay, all right, all right. I understand. I'm understanding something. Moses, you got to go, what? Back. You say, Apostle, what's this got to do with me now? You need to understand that God's going to send you some places you might not want to go. God's going to have you say some things you might not want to say. God's going to have you do some things you might not want to do. Bible says, then the Lord said to Moses, Pharaoh's heart is unyielding. Now, see, Moses, if you don't go back, one of the saints said you'll be the same way. Goodness gracious. Ooh. I don't know if the Lord's going to just whoop me right here in front of his people, or maybe I can put the mic down and, and just take this whoop myself. If you don't go back, Moses, you just like them that you really don't want to go to. Well, Pharaoh's heart is unyielding. I want to encourage as many as are under the sound of my voice. Let our hearts be yielding. Our hearts, our hearts. In other words, the very center of our being. Let it say yes, Lord. Not just our mouth. Hmm? Not just Not just. Not just. Not just singing it. Not just not just, let the very center of our being say, yes, Lord. The problem, the main problem that God had with Pharaoh was that at the very core of his being, he was in rebellion to God. Some of you all under the sound of my voice, you're wondering why things are going like you're going. Because at the very core, the very center of your being, you're, you're in rebellion to God. God tell you one way, you go another way. God tell you, do one thing, you do another thing. Let the core of our being, let our hearts say, yes, Lord. The Lord said to Moses, Pharaoh's heart is unyielding. Now, now understand this. Because, watch this now, because Moses was in such communion and closeness with God, God was able to reveal to him whose heart was unyielding and whose heart was not. You say apostle what's driving at? You think I don't know your hearts out there, America? You think Mo you think I'm gonna spend this kind of time with God and He's not gonna show me your hearts? Moses spent time with God. Moses was in communion with God. And because of that closeness of in relationship, God revealed to him the king of the land's heart. Oh President Obama. I love you, my brother, don't get me wrong. But you signing into law for men to marry men and women to marry women. You think you think God ain't showed me your heart?
0: Moses,
2: God revealed to Moses the king of the land's heart. Folk are calling in already. We must have touched some, touched some cords or touched some, touched some nerves. Let's see what we get. The Lord said to Moses, Pharaoh's heart is unyielding. Refuses to let the people go. Go to Pharaoh in the morning. As he goes out to the water. Wait on the bank of the Nile to meet him. Take in your hand the staff that was changed into a snake. Now, we want to deal a little bit about that because you remember the staff. Now, that staff, that staff, and God says, let's talk a little bit about the staff, Robert. Because that same staff, when God was talking to Moses in the wilderness and God told Moses to throw it down, it became a snake. Moses ran from it. That staff. I got to talk a little bit about that staff now because you, you, you see a lot in that staff. Moses ran from the staff when it became a snake. Now, we're just going to show you just, just how the difference between Moses' heart and Pharaoh's heart. Well, Moses took the same staff to Pharaoh, threw it on the ground. It became a snake. Pharaoh ain't run nowhere. Pharaoh was like, man, this don't scare me. This don't impress me. This don't shake me up. I ain't running nowhere. Magicians, sorcerers, come here. Show them that. Show them that what you showed me the, the, a few nights ago. And they threw down their staffs and they became snake. So, what shook Moses up in his encounter with God, it didn't shake Pharaoh up. With his encounter with God, you say, Apostle, what you driving at? Everybody that get that get exercised don't get saved. Everybody that Christ casts demons out, that don't mean they give their life to Jesus. Just because that shook Moses up and convinced Moses that God was real, it didn't shake Pharaoh up, and it didn't convince Pharaoh that God was real. Uh oh, that's fresh bread right there. Everybody that see a miracle. They don't give their life to Christ. Everybody that come back from the dead, they don't get saved. Because Pharaoh's heart is unyielding. And when you're dealing with jokers with an unyielding heart, it don't hardly make no difference what you do. Because even after the Red Sea opened up, Pharaoh and his crazy self still kept right on coming. You better pray. You better pray out there. Somebody, you better pray. Father, make my heart yielding. Help my, Father, let me yield my heart in the name of Jesus. You know if, if, if billions and billions of gallons of water are opening up like that right there and, and, and don't impress Pharaoh. What do you think throwing a staff down on? the ain't that staff. You say, Apostle, what you trying to get at? That 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 some people, they get convinced a lot easier in this thing than others. Some people don't get convinced until they hit hell. Some of you all under the sound of my voice. That shouldn't be. It's, it's, it's terrible. Some folk not going to be convinced until God throw them into hell. My prayer for you under the sound of my voice is that that will not be your portion. One of the things is in King Agrippa. Then say to him, now, now understand something here as you look at because remember what we're talking about, to speak for God, you must listen to God. Moses has to listen to God in order to deliver God's message to Pharaoh. Now, what does that mean? That means that anybody that is truly speaking for God, truly, Because you got a lot of false prophets running around. You got a lot of crazy stuff, false, you got a lot of crazy stuff. But anybody that is truly speaking for God has got to spend time listening to God. You can't deliver a message that you haven't received. You can't teach a subject that you don't know. You can't lead people to a place that you don't go. You can't give people something that you don't have. Moses had to wait. He had to wait until he received a message from on high. And once he received it from on high, once he received who it was to go to, he went on to take it. Then say to him, the Lord, the God of the Hebrews has sent me. That's the difference now. And God said, Robert, you need to point this out to my people. It's a difference receiving a message from me and delivering the message from me. Some of you, under the sound of my voice, you got all kind of messages from God, and you know you got all kind of messages from God. But for whatever reason, you're not delivering it. May you be. Bro- May that spirit be broken tonight in the name of Jesus.
0: Then, 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 then
2: say to him, the Lord, the God of the Hebrews has sent me to say to you, let my people go so that they may worship me in the desert. Now, you need to understand that any time God frees you up, he frees you up because he's got a, a greater purpose. God said, Robert, I didn't take you from your job out there at that school system so you could sit around and watch TV and popcorn, pop, popcorn. I had four corners of the earth in mind for you to go and carry my gospel. Mm. You said, Apostle, what you got now? Said, look, look at the word. Look at the word. God, watch this now. God is not telling Moses to tell Pharaoh to let the people go so that they can just chill. The Bible says, let tell Pharaoh, let my people go so that they may worship. You need to understand out there under the sound of my voice, any free time that you have, if you look up and you see that, that you got more free time, that means more time for worship. Some of you all want to take the free time and watch more TV, take the free time and go on more vacation, take the free time. When God free you up from a burden, when God free you up from a tough schedule, a tight schedule, God. Freeing you up for more worship. Are we about to close this message tonight. I ain't never preached here a day in my life. Not from here. Been preaching 30 plus good years. This is fresh bread tonight. Fresh bread. Fresh out of the oven. Give us this day our daily prayer for God. Say, I done gave it to you. So that they may worship. God is freeing you up, not for you to watch more TV, play more X games, spend more time at the movies, go out the more Well, Lord. God is freeing you up because he wants more worship out of you. This is, <laughs> this is revelation here. Yeah. This is revelation. But until now, you have not listened. Some of you all like have done, sound my voice, you just like Pharaoh. Up until now you ain't listened. God done freed you up, done gave you more time, meaning for you to attend more church services, ten more functions, and ten more programs. You doing everything else under the sun. But until now you have not listened. Good God from Zion. This is what the Lord said. By this you will know that I am the Lord. See you, you mess around and gang God gonna have to do some stuff. God gonna have to do some stuff to make you know that he is Lord, because you think God playing. You think God for you think God like the Joker. You think God is the Joker, the real or something. By this you will know that I am the Lord. With the staff that is in my hand, I will strike the water of the Nile and it will be changed into blood. Something that you that something that you've been depending on is no longer gonna be useful to you. You you've been dependent. Nile was the center. I've been to Cairo. Nile is the center of the center. Of the, you've been dependent. Now it's going to be of no use to you. Something that was very very important to you. Now that's going now that's going now that's going to be a, a liability to you. Since you just won't listen. Since you just won't get this thing. Let's get ready to close this message to God. I want to go back and listen to this myself. The fish in the Nile will die, the river will stink. The Egyptians will not be able to drink its water. The Lord said to Moses, tell Aaron, take your staff and stretch out your hand over the waters of Egypt, over the streams and canals, over the ponds, reservoirs, and they will turn into blood. Blood will be everywhere in Egypt, even in wooden buckets and stone jars. Moses and Aaron did just as the Lord had commanded. He raised his staff in the presence of Pharaoh and his officials and struck the waters of the Nile. And all the water was changed into blood. The fish in the Nile died. And the river smelled so bad that the Egyptians could not drink its water. Blood was everywhere. I'm not going to go any further. Because the, he brought out his magicians and they did the same thing. And so he, he refused to listen. See, you you got to keep something in mind. Children of God especially. Satan has got a counterfeit for most everything that's real. Most anything, even in society, most anything that's real, you can go out and get a counterfeit, a fake. Now, you know, uh, I thank God a couple of days ago I was able to pick up some, I think they're nice shoes, but I, I know good shoes. Because I've had good shoes and I've had cheap shoes. Now, there are good shoes that look cheap and good shoes that look good, and there are cheap shoes that look good and cheap shoes that look cheap. I happen to pick up some cheap shoes that look good. Well, today God touched the hearts of some people. I picked up some good shoes that look good. And there is as much difference between them good shoes that look good and them cheap shoes that look good as night and day. In other words, there's a difference between what's real and what's counterfeit. You know, God allowed the magicians and the sorcerers, black arts dealers, and he he allowed them to do certain things. But there were certain miracles. That miracle of the death of the firstborn, boys couldn't pull that one off. And God even had one or two other little miracles in there. Couldn't pull that one off. You say apostle, what you trying to get us to understand? Satan can do a whole lot of stuff. He can do a whole he can do a whole lot of stuff, but God can do anything He wants to. God can do everything He wants to. This is why we want to listen to God, because what God thank you Holy Spirit, God's Spirit will lead and guide us into all. Demons can lead you into some truth. You remember the, the, the servant girl that was telling, following Paul and him around, hollering, these men are servants of the most high God who are showing you the way to be saved. Yeah, well, that was, demons can, demons, and they can show sure you one or two little things, just enough to get you hemmed up real bad. But God's spirit will lead and guide us into all truth, all power. Belongs to God. Nigerian brothers and sisters sing that. There's a song they sing. That all power belongs to God. God could perform all of the miracles. He sent Pharaoh to do. Fa- Fa- uh, uh, sent Moses to do. Pharaoh's officials and them. Your affection on listening to what what God has already said. That's that's your proving ground. That's your testing ground. As you show God that you are serious and you are sincere about listening to what He has already taken, He'll start giving you more and more and more. What do we do with little baby babies? When we see that they can they can take uh, solid food, you know, when they go from you know from having to drink milk all the time, and have a little baby, and you mash up some food and give it to them, and you be watching keep it down. He's going to choke. What's going to happen? What are you going to do? I oh, ain't take it. Give him some more. And before long, that joke will be eating a piece of chicken. God bless you, children of God. Heaven continue to smile on each other. Listen more to God, and he will talk more.